This episode of Spark and Thrive is brought to you by our free workshop by TechPix's founder, Joy Foster, called How I Move My Business Online. Now more than ever, it's the right time to start moving your business online. You can find out more about the free workshop at techpixies.com forward slash move online. In this interview, we're going to speak with Bami Kate on how she moved her business, Bam Bam Boogie, online in just four days. Hello, hello, it's Joy Foster. I'm the founder of Tech Pixies, and I'm here with you today with a very special guest, um, and I can't wait to introduce her. So go ahead, Bami, tell us a little bit about you and what, you, what you're all about and how, uh, how we met. Hi, my name's Bami Kate. I'm the founder of Bam Bam Bookie Dance Fitness. Uh, we are a dance fitness community platform specifically for women mainly, but everyone's welcome. Our aim is to form fearless females through innovative dance fitness classes and community events. And I met Joy actually at an event with Cheryl Sandberg's. I think it was the, was it the launch of She Means Business 2020? Um, it was, yeah. yeah, so that was a yeah, that was really, really incredible. I got to meet Cheryl Sandberg and some amazing uh, fearless women at the same time. I was on a panel speaking more about my business and my journey, but we'll get into that more later. Yes, brilliant. Well, and I want, if, I want people to really hone in on those words, fearless female, because we're going to talk about uh, the fact that you have overcome fear to be doing what you are doing today. You've overcome imposter syndrome. And I think people need to hear that. And obviously, we are, we're going to talk about the fact that your business was a face-to-face -face business and is now pivoting to an online business. So we're going to definitely talk about that too. So uh, let's just talk about what you were doing before you started your business and about, you talked a little bit about this on the day when I met you, which is why I know the backstory a bit, but you had a job, but you always had a dream of running your own thing. Is that right? Yes. So um, I was I was brought up in London and then I moved to Toronto when I was 14 and then at 22 after university I got a job at Google in Dublin so that was super exciting but also a lot of pressure and I was working there for two and a half years before I quit my job February 2018 and decided to start my business Bam Bambi full-time. So had so did you quit and then start the business or um, were you starting the business while you were still working? So while I was still working, actually only six months into my job, I started Bam Bam Boogie classes at the campus as a way to empower, get people networking. I said like, there's no point in going for drinks after work when you can come and twerk after work and have a good time and get inspired all at the same time. So that's where the classes started. And then once I started to get, I used technology, of course, working in digital strategy at Google. So um, I was really familiar with the importance of technology, digital marketing, Google ads, social media, that type of thing. So we would record snippets of the classes, put them on social media, and they kind of just grew from there. People from all over the world wanted to join the classes and be part of it. So I started off by just making classes outside of Google that were paid. Those shaky start, but went well in the end. And then after, once I built up a cult following and kind of had traveled across the world to like Brazil, Toronto, Vegas, London to do classes, I felt more confident to say, okay, you know what? I have something here. Let's quit the job and move to London and see what happens. And here we are today, an online dance fitness studio. I love that. And I love that story of how you started it on the side as you were still working and then you got to a point where you felt you had the confidence to let the job go and go full in full time in into it 
Um, now, I do recall you said something about having built up a bit of a savings. Was that from your job? Yes, yes. So before I quit in February 2018, which is the advice I always give to people, is save enough for at least one year if you're going to start your own business. Because it's a bumpy ride. You never know what's going to happen. So I saved up around like £10,000 to live my life as best as I could. Um, but yeah, you just have to calculate it based on your own um, spending and resources. Yes, and you were single, no kids when you had that. that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Family and friends where I could go to their houses. So yeah, I was more flexible. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, I often think like, I mean, I didn't start my first business until I was pregnant. And, uh, you know, it's just a different, you just, it's just different, you know. So I think you can start it at any time. Um, and in fact, I found I was very creative and uh, like being pregnant unleashed a lot of things in me that I probably didn't have before. So, you know, no matter what phase you go to start up a business, it's, it's just thinking, okay, this might take a while to make money. Uh, I know for me, it took forever. Um, the first business I set up, I spent five years of my time and it was a, it was a, it was a charity, if you will. It was an organization for a local community. And, and I got back exactly how much I put into it financially, but not, nothing above and beyond that. Yeah, no profit. And then, yeah. And then my second company took a long time for me to get a stipend. It was a couple years. And then my third company, I finally said, I'm not working for free anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so half, half of that I think is mindset, you know, is, is feeling that you're worthy to pay yourself and mm -hmm. making sure you're paying yourself. And, you know, as soon as I put my salary in the PL, I had to make sure I was earning my salary. So I also think, you know, what we, what we do as women or can find ourselves doing as women is not writing ourselves into our budget as, you know, this is what I've got to pay myself. So that that's, a, that's an important lesson. It sounds like you wanted to leave your job. You wanted to replace that income and you were quite determined to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I agree now, with that. Definitely pay yourself first. So now if people, and we're going to get to this towards the end as well, but if people want to go watch twerking on <laughs> your feeds, I think Instagram's a great place to go do this. So what's the Instagram handle people should go check you out at? You should check us out at bam bam underscore boogie and at twerk after work. And at twerk after work. Brilliant. Okay. So now let's go back. So we've got this. So you've made that transition and you are um, now running. Now at this point, when you started running in February of 2018, when you went full time into it, were all the courses face to face or did you have some digital element? Everything was face to face except from some of my private clients that I still had from Toronto and Dublin that I always had an online relationship with them but group classes were always in person until about three four days ago <laughs> now this is the best part I mean we were supposed to do this interview last week I think when obviously you hadn't even moved online to the extent that you have now so and this is so relevant because of what's happening with the coronavirus so if you're watching this later this is being filmed literally right like three days into the lockdown. And, uh, and so you have moved your whole business online. So let's talk about the first, first and foremost, those private clients that you kept from Toronto, et cetera. Were you doing lessons over Zoom? How were you continuing to work with them? Um, so one of them was FaceTime and the other one was Google Hangouts. Okay, so different ways. Yeah, FaceTime and Google Hangouts. And both of those are free, which is a really fantastic to carry on that one-on-one. -on -one. 
Okay, so then talk to me about this transition over the last three to four days of getting your entire business online. Um, it's been crazy. It's been a whirlwind. I feel like all the last week has just mashed into one big, very, very long day. Um, it has been tumultuous, stressful, but also extremely exciting. I feel like I'm working day and night trying to make it work. Um, the first steps I took were actually to research and understand like how I was going to bring my whole vibe and my company online i was talking about this in a webinar this week with power moves and i was explaining to them that that's the key step you have to ask your clients what they want because it's kind of like they came to me and i had to make a solution a few of the girls they may have health issues or for whatever reason they had to self-isolate earlier than a lot of the rest of the population and they were really calling out for online classes because they missed the, the classes so much and that's why it's so important to know your community and stay engaged with them because they will give you that early secret before you even know that you need to know that information so that was the beginning oh you're giving me chills and i'm only saying that because i've had a few emails this week saying hey you've got some resources i'd like to share with some of my friends can i give them to them so that they can get help their kids with their homework so for example a lot of women we teach them how to use google drive because they might not know how to use google drive and i had a request yesterday from someone that said can i share your google drive videos and i said guess what hang on give me 24 hours i'll turn it into a free download on the website where you can get the entire technical video library it's one piece of our big course and if it helps someone help their kids then let's do it exactly yeah but it's, exactly that's it's so listening isn't it Mm -hmm. listening to the community yeah listening to your community okay brilliant so and and you have been able to make that transition um and how mm -hmm. are you delivering your courses online now so now the structure is that we have three instructors currently who are delivering the classes online because we have a whole twerk after work franchise so we have like 15 instructors all over europe and africa and here also in the uk so the structure is now live streaming classes like the reason we were able to get them out so fast is because I decided to just stick with one service. We do lots of different service offerings, but I was like, let's stick with the one, the one that sells the most, which is the live classes, and let's live stream the classes. Then I had to find the technology that all the instructors would be able to use. And I decided to choose Zoom because I've used it a lot for other conference calls. And I know that you can have a much larger capacity than Google Hangouts, SOS Hangouts. Um, and then from there, I built my own home home studio so I stream from my house and the other instructors have their studios in their homes too and then it's go 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 lights camera action we're doing five classes a day in the first 24 hours of launch we had over 100 signups and week on week we were able to increase revenue by 55 percent and reach women in countries we've never even been to for been to before like Mexico and this is um, on your, yeah. your online courses they've spread to all over the world in like the last couple yes. of days <laughs> yeah. I love it's that crazy. I, that is crazy I, but I love how fast you're able to pivot I think that's the most important part because I just did a, a free workshop on how I move my business online and I did not move my business online as quickly as you did so I I was face-to-face -face for um, almost uh, well three and a half years 
and then a year and a half ago started making the transition online. It took me six months to get it online <laughs> and we've been online for a year now. But, um, you know, I think what the coronavirus has done it has sped up that process, you know, our people yeah, and the people who can get online fast are the ones who are going to benefit from this because their community is going to know that they were served. And I think if you go back to that first point that you made, you know, if you listen to your community and and you serve your community, that's, you know, that's where you're really going to win in this whole scenario. Um, mm -hmm. So, and how have you worked out the registration for your students? Where are they signed? How are they able to sign up and pay? Do you have that linking into Zoom? Um, it's not, no, it's not directly linked into Zoom. So that was some technical issues that we had to obviously figure out as well. How are we going to get the payment? How are we then going to get them on Zoom? Is it too many steps in the process? So far, I still think it's a bit too many steps, but we're going to try our best to try and narrow it down into one as like the industry changes because we were like one of the first in the industry to go offline, completely online in a couple of days. So now even my software provider, which is called Glowfox, which is how I link to Zoom, they're even asking me to talk with the head of product. How can they integrate everything into Glowfox so that no one has to leave that specific platform, which is smart, to be honest. But right now we have an app which was built by Glowfox, the Bam Bam Boogie app. Make sure you guys load it. It's completely free. So just Google uh, search Bam Bam Boogie in the App Store or the Play Store. And then from there, once they book their class in their confirmation email, they get their meeting ID for their Zoom meeting. But it has been tricky because a lot of people aren't familiar with Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are more familiar with it now than they've ever been. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's, you just have to install that one little piece of software and then you're good to go. But that's that first step. Um, so just adding that, that information in is probably important. The cool thing about Zoom, though, just so you know, I'm sure you know this already, you can live stream that into Facebook. So if you have private groups for your classes, you could live stream it into that private group and just move people in and out of that group who are on it or not. And that also allows for some conversations. Um, so that might be a thought. Uh, and, thank you. And, I didn't know that. So thanks for that integration. I had no clue. Thanks yeah, so if you have the webinar option on Zoom, okay. you can then stream live from Zoom onto Facebook, onto YouTube, onto Vimeo, onto se several places. So that's one thing you might want to look into. The other thing too, um, and this may or may not apply to you, but Zapier, do you know about Zapier? So Zapier will integrate multiple pieces of software, and this is what might solve that problem for you. But um, for example, we use Gravity Forms on our website. So if someone signs up to, let's say, come to a free workshop that's being held on Zoom, we can then have a form that says, you know, yes, sign me up. And then we use Zapier to zap that information straight into uh, the, the Zoom application. And so it'll, it'll automatically register them and then they automatically get sent the, the registration emails. And Zapier is like amazing. It works with almost every piece of software out there. So that one company you were saying, how do we do this? If they get their Zapier integrations up and running, then it's a no brainer. So, so it connects all the softwares together, right? Yes. Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R. Z-A-P-I-E-R. And, and we, when we were first using Zapier, it was to do two things. We would have a registration form for a webinar on our website. And then that information based on what they input there would then go into Zoom and register them for the various different Zoom options. And then it would go into our MailChimp to say, this person wants our weekly tips. 
And then it would go into our HubSpot to say, um, this person is now registered as someone. And so, uh, yeah, so Zapier is amazing. In that's that incredible. Way. Oh my yeah. gosh, it literally saves so much. This automation thing, that's what it's all about this year. Yeah. Automation. Nice. Yeah, so, but I think what you're talking about is, you know, how do you, and I think that's what Zapier now exists to do is to fill the gaps when the software don't talk to each other. When the software doesn't talk to each other, they fill the gaps in. And most of the top pieces of software out there can connect through Zapier. So I just think cool. that's, that might be useful for you to know. But yeah. also the fact Very that you can push from Zoom onto the live streams might also be useful for you to know. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. But it's, it is fun when you can have that digital conversation with someone and they kind of get what you're saying. And that's a lot of the work we do at TechPixies is, you know, when, when people come and I want to touch on imposter syndrome now, but we did a, we did a study a couple years ago and we found that um, 54% or 45% of women who'd taken career breaks felt that it had had a long-term negative impact on their career. But what we also found was when they did return to work, uh, 33% of them thought that their colleagues were more up to speed with digital uh, than they were. And this has a huge impact on their yeah. confidence. So the number one stumbling block to returning to work is confidence full stop. And then when you think that most of your colleagues um, have more skills than you do, that's where that imposter syndrome kicks in. So a lot of the work we're doing is to try and eliminate those barriers. We want people to have a conversation like this and go, yeah, I get it. I get what an API is. I get how these two things work together. I understand Zoom, you know, and that's, so that's a big piece of our work is so that people don't feel that imposter syndrome. But let's talk about mm -hmm. your imposter syndrome, because when I met you, you walked into the room and you couldn't have, you had this gorgeous yellow suit on and your hair was just stunning. And, and I never expected the words, I had imposter syndrome to come out of your mouth, but that's exactly what you said to Sheryl Sandberg. So tell me more about that. So um, when I moved to Dublin in 2015 to work for Google, I was full of confidence, like just like how I am now, like nothing could stop me. Young girl from Toronto, super excited for her first job out of university at Google. However, when I actually started the job, like it was literally like instantly from even when I had the orientation, I was just like, wow, no one here like really looks like me. I don't think they really get me. And like they've all come from prestigious universities and have traveled all over the world and done these amazing things. And suddenly this like imposter syndrome sunk in. I was like, oh, am I really meant to be here? Was this mm -hmm. like all a trick? Am I just here to tick a box? And then all these thoughts were coming into my head. I started like getting in a really deep like depression. I wouldn't even stay for my lunch breaks. Like I would walk home 20 minutes for my lunch break, stay there for 20 minutes, walk back for 20 minutes just because I just could not be around people. I would take phone calls under my desks, like whispering. Like I was not even the person that you see today. Like I was just like a shell of a person. And the only way I was able to overcome this was through starting Bam Bam Boogie and through starting a place where I can literally just be myself. And that's why I promote it so much for women to be fearless and just be you because that's the best thing that you can really offer this world. I love that. And I love that you have found that through your business. And I think when people feel a bit like a fish out of water in whatever situation they're in, um, that's where they have a gift to solve it, you know, not just for themselves, but for somebody else. And, you know, for me, it was very similar in the sense that um, I have never been a great fit for corporate life. 
Um, but I, I quit my job to train full time for the Olympics for archery. And when I, when I went back to work, I kid you not, I, I had to do an eight hour day in an office, my very first day back to work after stopping doing sports. And I've been doing sports full time for almost five years. And I sat, I sat in an office and I was like there from 9am to 5pm and I almost died. I was like, this is just, I can't, I'm not that type of person. Like, <laughs> and I suspect you aren't either. Like I can't sit in a corporate no. office breathing air conditioning air for the rest of my life. This is not, <laughs> not going to work. And um, I didn't last very long. Uh, I think I was, you know, but anyway, I lasted a couple, about, about six months really. But I think, um, I think if you do feel uncomfortable where you are, that's either a sign that the environment's not right or that, that maybe you have something else to give somewhere else, you know, and I think you've yeah. definitely found that. And I love that you found that through, um, through twerking, really, you know, <laughs> is that what you would say? <laughs> but um, yes. I can't do any of the moves, I promise. I looked, I was like, I could try this. Right. I, was like, I just, <laughs> I tried, it was not good. I've been trying to do Joe Wicks's stuff too this week and I'm all over the place on that too. My right hook's not very good. Um, so, but I do, I admire the fact that you can and I love watching your videos. One of the things that I want to touch on, and you probably don't know this, but I sent out a, uh, we do free training for social media. We do it a couple times, well, four to six times a year, depending on when we do it. And on, on our last one, you did this video. I mean, I had to send this to our whole list. You did this video where you held up a journal that you had written down all of the things that you were going to do. This is like a letter to your future self, right? And so you wrote this letter to your future self. These are all the things you were going to do. And this is like probably in February 20, 2018 when you, somewhere around there, when you were just going out on your own and you said, you know, this is where I'm going to be. And every single thing you said you were going to be doing, you did. Talk it about that. Yeah, when I found that journal, I was like, what? This is so creepy. Like, I'm literally living my life right now. So I did a business course, like not a business course. It was like a future leaders course with a program called Ivy House when I was at Google. So I took some days off work and I paid for it, came to London to do the course. And they asked us to do this exercise and write a future letter to ourselves. It was towards the end of 2017. So I already had in my mind that I did want to leave my job within the next six to 12 months. And I just sat there and I thought to myself, okay, how big can I really go with this? Like, let's take it all the way there. And I was like talking about how I'm jet setting from this country to this country. I have my own app. I'm getting ready to move to LA. Like I have instructors training all over the world. And I did, had no clue about any of this stuff when I was writing it. I was just like, oh, this sounds great. Oh, that would be so cool. And then when I saw the journal, I was like, okay, I've done that. I've done that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Even down to personal things where I said that I was going to have a niece or nephew and my sister's pregnant right now. And I'm just like, this is crazy. You have to write down what you want for your life and be specific and intentional. Yes, I think that is so true. And I love what you said about that. You have to write it down. You have to get it out of your head, get it onto paper. You've got to be specific, be intentional. And I think if you've never done that exercise before, it can be very hard. Did you find it hard when you sat down to write that letter to yourself or were those, did they flood out of you when you started writing? It was hard to start, definitely. It was hard to start the process and actually 
oh, where do I want to be? This is awkward. Like, I don't want to go too big just in case it doesn't happen. And then I'm like, actually, no, take it really big. But once you start, trust me, the words will just start flowing. I'd recommend having like a structure. So maybe you start with your personal life, then you can talk about professional, then you can talk about financial. Just structure it in a, a really easy, easy way for you to understand. Also, there's another letter that I do to myself, which is actually digital. Uh, futureme.org I don't know if you already use it um, but yeah you can schedule those I schedule mine once a year in March and I got mine from last March same thing everything's happened so oh wait, wait. I love this I love this so uh, this this is great because we used to on the Tech Pixies program we used to have people handwrite themselves a letter and then we would post it to them so there's a digital version mm -hmm. of this what's it called again futureme.org futureme.org so you write a letter and then you say I want to receive this letter on this day yeah so that it's is an email Oh, we're totally bringing that back into the program. Yes. That is <laughs> now, now there's two things. This visualization is so important. Um, I remember, and we, I, we kind of joked about it a little bit, but my, when I was 19 years old, I said I was going to marry my husband who I'd never met. And I'd seen him on television and I was like, I'm marrying that guy someday. And I did end up marrying him. So I, <laughs> I, I think that's one of the things that's really interesting. Um, but after watching you do that video, I sat down and I wrote a letter to my future self. So I, nice. um, I will come back to you in a couple of years and let you know what comes. Okay, let me know, please. I want to know. <laughs> but you really inspired me. And, and Holly Tucker, I love Holly Tucker. She does a great um, podcast called Conversations of, of in Conversations of Inspiration. And I messaged her and I said, you need to interview Bammy because you know she is one of those conversations of inspiration. And I said, but what she's done really cool uh, in a really cool way is she's written this letter to her future self and then she's read it back online. Because on Holly's um, podcast, what she does is she interviews people probably 20, 30 years down the line in their building, like they've built really big businesses. Um, and then they look back and they write a letter to their early self. Well, you know, what well, might that's tell my younger self. So I just thought that was it. I thought what you did was a total reversal of that. And I just thought it was brilliant. And I think we should encourage people to do that because, you know, I know that we're, as we're filming this, we're right in the middle of the coronavirus, but the coronavirus will pass, right? And there'll be other things that are going to come our way. And we're going to have, there's a, there is a new normal that we're going to have to live in, but that new normal is going to be a very technology filled and because we've already experienced the blessing in many ways of technology throughout this experience, but people are going to have to really think about how they move their businesses online and, and pivot in the way that you have. And what you've just mm -hmm. said is pivoting made you available to the entire world in a way that you weren't before. Mm -hmm. So how does that affect you in terms of what you're going to do with your franchising? Um, so we actually had our first, uh, online instructor training on Saturday. So we already pretty much now transitioned everything online. Now we just have to go back and look at, rethink like the marketing strategy and everything else that we had planned because we had a world tour planned this year for instructor training. And you know, it was a bit selfish because to be honest, I also did want to travel to these different cities, but now I know that we can do it online. Isn't my mentor going to be so happy because it's going to save so much money. <laughs> Well, and apparently with Zoom, you can change your background. So maybe that's yeah. what you have to do. It's just change. Maybe I, I should have got to do that on this one. <laughs> but you could change your background to the different cities while you're teaching and learning. Um, exactly. Oh, super. Gosh. Well, this was such a blessing to get to speak to you, to get to tell your story. 
Um, and such an incredible opportunity to interview a woman who has completely moved her business online in the space of a couple days. And not only was it a good move, but it was the right move and it's been a better move for your company. I absolutely love that. And obviously there's still, it's a steep learning curve and there's a lot of things you got to work out between uh, now and when you, you know, get to your next, you know, where it's all smoothly running and no issues and not a lot of manual stuff going on in the background. But, you know, I have no doubt that you'll get there. And um, I just feel really lucky that we got to chat to you. Are there, yes, are there any thoughts that you want to leave with our listeners, our watchers? Those, we have some pretty regular people who listen to the podcast and watch it. If they've, if they're thinking about starting a business, but they haven't taken that next step, what would you say they should do? What would, you, what would be your advice? So if you're thinking of starting a business, but you're not really sure of the next step, maybe something like confidence or imposter syndrome is holding you back, I'd say start now, but start small. Like the reason why we've been able to grow so fast online is because we're failing fast. Like Thursday was just a hot mess with technology and we had to learn from that really quickly and now we've come back better than ever and stronger than ever this week so if you definitely want to have a successful business you've got to start now make all those mistakes make changes make it better and before you know it you will be flying Bami's literally just moved her company online and every week twerk after work are giving away unlimited free dance classes for one week to anyone in a chosen sector Make sure you follow Bam Bam Boogie on Instagram and join via the link in the stories or download the Bam Bam Boogie app.